jingle bells jingle all the way oh, what fun it is to ride in a one horse open sleigh hey jingle bells jingle bells jingle all the way oh, what fun it is to ride in a one horse open sleigh we're dashing through the snow hello and no welcome to our second look back at 2023 here on broadway radio my name is matt tamanini i am joined by the iconic the unmitigable the indomitable grace aki grace how are you I'm all those things. Thank you. Um, I am where, you know what? We're getting through it. Happy holidays. Happy, happy yes. end of year times. Happy end of times. <laughs> well, yeah, very much so. So if you haven't listened to it already, we already released our episode on our favorite plays of 2023. Today is our favorite musicals. This one, I think, is a little bit more challenging, Grace, because, I, you know, not speaking for you, but I feel fairly confident in saying that we see more musicals than we do plays over the course of a year. So there's a lot more to choose from. And I'm interested to hear what you have. I had to kind of do a push and pull here, Grace, between what I thought were the best and what I thought were my favorite. And those were obviously very different things. So I put a little bit of guardrails on mine. As I mentioned last episode, I'm not including anything I saw on tour because they were from a previous season. I'm doing the same thing here with stuff like I saw on Broadway. If I went back and I saw something originally in 20-something else, like Town or like Six, I'm not including those because I could probably put those at the top of my list every year, but I'm just doing things that I saw for the first, like a, that production. If it's a revival for the, uh, that I saw for the first time, that counts. But um, like the production, I'm just including things that I saw for the first time in 2023. Is that fair? Do you think that makes sense, Grace? Yeah, and I don't care. I I said, fuck it. You know what I mean? I, I said, here's here's what I liked and what I just, you know what? Take it or leave it. Because I agree with you. I think that objectively we have to be critical. And oftentimes we will say this was quote unquote the best thing or this we felt really strongly like this was the best of the best. And sometimes you just got to say, I liked it. I liked this thing. And it might have not been the best, but it's what I liked. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a lot of that for me. So what is your number three musical of the year, Grace? New York, New York, baby. (laughs) There we go. You know, I loved the feeling that I got in that theater. I loved seeing that cast go through four seasons of New York City as a Nora Ephron stan. I love to see all the different shades of New York. And um, I thought it was really beautiful. I think some of the best singing of the year. I think that Colton Ryan continues to prove that he is a star. Yeah. At Ozele, stunning. I really loved it. I'll say it. Yeah, as we talked about before, like, I loved everything about that show except for, like, the show, the script, and the score. But, like, some of the stuff that was done in that show was just absolutely breathtaking. And I spoke with Clyde Alves here recently about something else. But, obviously, we talked about New York, New York a little bit in there. Um, So, yeah, a show that I wish had a little bit longer life, uh, maybe a little bit more fine-tuning, maybe done it out of town before it came to Broadway. But there was so much to like about that. All right, so I'm going to go with my number three musical of the year, Grace. And this is a show that I saw twice as we're recording. It is closing today at the Classic Stage Company, and that is I Can Get It For You Wholesale. This is a show when I saw it in previews, I thought, well, this is going to be a huge breakout hit and everyone is going to love this and this is going to be the talk of the season. It did not end up being that, unfortunately, but 
I saw it twice and I was moved and impressed both times that I saw it. I can get it for you wholesale as a show that does not get done very often, but it had an absolutely incredible cast off-Broadway, led by Santino Fontana. Also features performances by Rebecca Naomi Jones, Julia Lester, Judy Kuhn, Greg Hildreth, Adam Gruper, Adam Chandler Barrett, Joy Wood, Sarah Steele, and others. It's a show that feels very much of our time, even though it was not written during our time. And John Weidman did revisions of the book that his father, Jerome Weidman, originally wrote. But the songs are still like they still get stuck in my head by Harold Rome, uh, directed by Trip Coleman. The one thing I'll say is like, I love Rebecca Naomi Jones. I've interviewed her here on Broadway Radio. I'm not sure why we keep casting her in soprano roles. It is clearly not what her voice does the best. She is, as her early career indicates, you know, kind of a rock uh, singer and a belter. Um, so I'm not sure that vocally it worked perfectly, but everything else about her performance was fantastic. And I continue to love everything that she does. Santino Fontana is amazing. But I got to tell you, like the standout of this production for me, not surprisingly, because this is the role that launched Barbara Streisand's career, is Julia Lester as Miss Marmalstein. Grace, I know she was a Tony nominee for Into the Woods, and she's a TV star with High School Musical, the musical, the series, but like she is like she's legit. Like she is a star star in the making. So is Joy Woods, who and she's gonna probably end up getting a Tony nomination at least for the notebook this season. But like Julia Lester is it. Like she's legit. She is a, a future star on either stage or screen, whichever she decides to do. But she is really, really, really tremendous, and I'm excited to see what happens with her career moving forward. All right, what is your number two musical of the year, Grace? All right. <laughs> My number two musical of the year is Gutenberg. I think Nothing wrong with that. No shame. So, yeah, no shame at all. I loved getting to sit back and watch these two absolute goofballs do not original material, by the way, like this is, this is a show that was created by other people, but when you see it, it feels like Josh and Andrew got together mm -hmm. and wrote this and that's how great their performances are and what great direction Alex Timbers has provided throughout the decade plus of development of this musical. I had a great time. I think the devices they're using for their, you know, celebrity cameo producer on stage moment is super fun. I think it's paid off super, super well. Um, I think that the audience is on board. My only kind of like funny thing is like, I think that they could have done it without an intermission, but I know that intermission yeah. is not always the option of, you know, what the, what the, the, the writers or yeah. the creators, it's more so like, Hey, we need to like sell drinks. <laughs> so I know that that might be a factor, but um, even if it's not, I think that uh, it's, it's, it was a fabulous time. And I love that they have really made a home for themselves over at the James Earl Jones theater. I think everybody's enjoying it and let it, let it continue to uh, captivate and make people piss their pants when they see it. Have you just seen it once or have you seen it multiple times? I've seen it one time, actually. Okay. But I would like to go back. Yeah. Who was your producer? Well, it well, here's what was funny. I saw John Slattery in the audience and thought, it's John Slattery. That's so cool. He's such a fox. I get it. And then Ashley Park went on stage. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, I thought this was John Slattery's 
uh, time. So um, that that was what, and it makes sense because Girls Five Eva, but that was the celebrity producer. Wh- who was yours? Uh, nobody. I didn't have a celebrity. I I just had, I guess, somebody who was the well. The st- when a celebrity is is uh, backs out or unavailable or you know just doesn't show up, one of the understudies goes on. Yes, that's who it was. That was absolutely it was one of the understudies, standbys, whatever they're they're called. So yeah, um, it's funny because I went with my friend Heather, who was uh, who I've, I've talked about. We went to college together and and went to a, on a trip to New York like twenty two years ago. Um, every time she sees another one of those like reels or or whatever on social media of another celebrity <laughs> getting uh, to do the bit, she sends it to me. Is like we need to talk about like lawsuits about the fact that we didn't get Patty Lapone or, uh, or Adina Menzel or whoever these people were um, still great. Still funny. Obviously not the same as having Ashley Parker, John Slattery or any of those people, or maybe coming up on the final Friday of this year, a recent Broadway radio guest who I went and saw a show with and then walked around a Christmas market with um, maybe that person, if she can remember to show up, will uh, be doing it. So I'm just saying, keep an eye out for that one. All right, Grace, uh, people are going to roll their eyes at me. I know that. I don't care. My second favorite musical of the year, and this might actually surprise people that it's not number one, is Once Upon a One More Time. Like, There we I, go, baby. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming in hot. I was like, when are we getting our Once Upon a One More Time? Yeah, like it's number two, and I'm surprised by that, uh, but I'll, I can get into why. But like, I loved it. I, look, I did something that I've never done before. I saw a show on Broadway two days in a row because I loved it so much. You and I and, and F went and saw it the first time. I loved it. That was a Saturday or whatever. I didn't have a show for Sunday or maybe it was Friday, Saturday, whatever. And I got a ticket to go back because it was just so joyful. Was it perfect? No, there was a lot of things that weren't great about it. And the third time I ended up seeing it, a lot had changed since since we had seen it originally. But it was just so much fun, so much life, so much joy, so much talent that I loved it. I, I, they announced the tour. Is it going to tour? I don't. I don't know. I hope so. I, lo- I would love to see it again. Um, it'll probably not be a big production contract tour. It'll probably maybe even be non-equity. But the show is joy to me, and I feel like we need that. I love the. The choreography by Kony and Mario Madrid, who we've interviewed here on Broadway Radio together. Um, the production was fun. It was bright. The cast was tremendous. I had a, a conversation with um, our friend B-Way Show uh, last time I was in town, talking about some of the things that we wish they'd done differently, but we both loved it. Brigitte Heelan is Cinderella. Justin Guarini is Prince Charming. Jen Samard is the stepmother, but also Adam Godley, Ashley Chu, Brooke Dillman, the great Aisha Jackson. Tess Soltau, Nathan Levy in there uh, as well, Ryan Steele, uh, Lauren Zacharin, Morgan Whitley. Just a, it, everybody was great, and I am sorry that that show did not last longer. A lot of production producing things that I think I would have done differently if I was in charge, but I'm not, and uh, that's neither here nor there. But Once Upon a One More Time was so much fun. I've got all three of my bracelets on my uh, shelf here in my office, so love that show. Wish it had done better, but I hope that it has a long life regionally and, and maybe on tour if this tour it does actually end up coming together. But once upon a one more time, nothing but love. Oh, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Grace, what is your number one musical of 2023? I want to know first if you can guess my number one musical. I know oh, I'm putting God. you on the spot. 
Oh gosh, <laughs> number one musical. Okay, let me see here. Okay, give me okay. a second. Um, so you're not gonna. Get it. Well, I just have to think. There's so much. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. This is the part where Matt actually names what probably was my favorite musical, but that's not my answer. <laughs> well, no, I'm just I'm scrolling through my list, so it's not okay. merely we roll along because you haven't seen that yet. No, I don't. I don't. Uh, it's not. Um, no, I. I don't. I. I. I'm nothing's jumping out at me. Okay, what if I told you all that this is kind of a cop out? I have a tie. I have a tie. Okay. I have to okay. say, I'm sorry. I have a tie. Okay. First, Cabaret in London that is coming to oh. Broadway, starring Mason Alexander Park and Maud Apatow, changed my body chemistry. It okay. was so good <laughs> because because of their performance, to be frank, like because of the way that the direction worked with Mason's performance as the MC, I loved every second of it. I cannot guarantee that that feeling will be had for every single MC and Sally. I can't. I'm not saying that it will, but I am saying that it seeing that in London with the pomp and circumstance and the bizarre like under the ground. I I just think it was a wild. It was totally different. It was a different theatrical experience. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was exciting, elegant, very exclusive feeling. It's something that I've never gotten in the theater um, previously. I I really thought it was cool. I, I loved the atmosphere. I loved the pre-show performances of the dancers and the movers and the magician, like all the all the people that kind of like make it uh, its own kind of like cabaret scene. And then the the cute little like uh, trays of food and the champagne. And I just I thought it was cool. I thought it was great. Um, and then Mason's performance was so transcendent that that is why they are nominated for what's on stage uh, best replacement award due to also me spamming people with voting. Um, but also it's well-deserved. Um, they, if, if they had, I don't know, you know, when people originate roles and they yeah. get to be nominated for things, I think Mason would have uh, won those things maybe, but yeah, it was just, it was unbelievable. And I loved it. My favorite musical of the year. And Matt, you're going to be in shock because okay. last night I saw Merrily We Roll Along. No! I See, that's that why I, I mentioned it. Okay. All yeah. right, good. You did. You did. I am. I have been crying all morning with <laughs> how much I love it. Like, I've never heard a single song. I did our time in high school chorus as a closer for a chorus concert. That is the extent of my knowledge. And I cannot stop fawning over and freaking out. And I, the second, you know, it, it ended when everyone was on stage, I started crying and thought, when can I see it again? And that mm-hmm. I don't remember the last time that that happened, maybe at how to defend yourself, Liliana Padilla. Um, and that was like closing week. So uh, yeah, it's absolutely my favorite musical of the year. And I only did not include it because I'd seen it off Broadway. So I, I know. Yeah. So <laughs> I knew that's it wouldn't why. be it on your list. Last year, last so it year. wasn't on my list. Yeah. So, okay. Fascinating. Okay. So let's, th- cause I did not know that you'd seen it. Um, and maybe if you posted on social media, I missed it. But, um, so what was it about that story that hit you? Or, or what, maybe it was the performances and not the story. Well, itself. I'm old and people are dying and I'm <laughs> sad a lot. And I really was shocked 
at it, first of all, it's a brilliant play. It's a brilliant, brilliant play. That was it. Full stop. You know, uh, I think that there are a lot of comparisons probably. And again, I've avoided this like the plague. So everybody like get off my ass if I'm speaking out of turn. But like if I the company and this piece, I think very much kind of like are two sides of a coin. But I liked this play more like I really thought it was a stronger piece of of the storytelling and then company has really memorable songs but i thought that the performances that are able to happen in this i think maria's uh direction was beyond phenomenal um the cast looked like they were having the best time and and they were even in their darkest moments you could tell that they all cared so deeply for each other like as scene partners and i just felt like i was at the theater again and it was so incredibly moving and really won't get over it for a while. Yeah. I, and I think that's so interesting that you're coming at this knowing very little, if anything, other than doing the one song in high school chorus of this show. And this is your reaction, because I feel like I'm a little I, I because I knew the show and I'd actually seen the live capture of Maria's production before, like I was I was nervous that like either my response or other people's response were to the show or to the stars and being like, oh, this is great. So let's hype it up. But you having had virtually no connection to it in the past, like kind of assures me that like I'm not overreacting just because of like, hey, there's three really famous people on the stage there and three people that, you know, we all generally like as performers and as human beings. So I, I'm I'm gratified that you had that response and I'm happy that you were able to get to see it finally um, so that we can actually talk about it. And I'm sure Ashley will be very excited to know that you saw it as well. But uh, that's great. I'm 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 so incredibly happy for you and, and pleased that you appreciated that experience and got a chance to actually finally see it. It took me like a full five minutes to leave the theater because I was processing it. Also, like <laughs> shout out to Katie Rose Clark and um, Lindsay Mendez for being the kindest people ever. But I have to say one other anecdote for seeing it. If you can move Dave Bautista two rows in front of me uh, to to oh, have wow. seen this Sondheim piece, I thought it was wild. A Saturday night on Broadway that Dave Bautista is seeing a Sondheim. God bless us all, everyone. I hope he wasn't like exactly two seats in front of you no. because as tall as he is and as short as you are, like I still think two rows wouldn't be enough for you to be able to see over him. Fair. Fair, fair, fair. Love it. Love Drax the Destroyer, former WWE champion, enjoying. Uh, did he enjoy it? I, I mean, maybe not. Oh yeah, so no, no. Much. He yeah. he had a bouquet of roses for somebody that he was seeing in the show. So I uh, fully. Amazing. Um, it was. Who yeah, the hell like, is Dave Batista bringing? That's. I, I don't. I I tried to not. He might know Dan. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, makes, but either way, fair. it was really adorable and like having just you know gotten post Christmas tickets to WWE at Madison Square Garden like. Did you really? I, you know, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, so I was, I was thrilled to see Dave Bautista there supporting Amazing. theater, baby. Yeah. R- real quick. Um, Reg Rogers like needs to be in everything. Oh, he was not on. Oh, he was not on. Oh, okay. Well, that's, he was bad. not on. And I really loved his, uh, cover understudy. He did a fantastic job. Um, I was, I was disappointed because I wanted to know whatever the, you know, the full cast, like right, right, their, their course. camaraderie and everything. But I didn't I didn't I didn't notice it until the end of the show when I was looking at the cast list that I was missing one of the Fair. principal cast members. Didn't yeah. didn't know for a second. 
Great. All right. Well, my number one musical of the year is a show that I've just recently seen for a second time on Broadway, and I had to see it again before it closed, and that is Shucked. And the reason I went with Shucked over Once Upon a One More Time is that I think it's just actually a better written musical. I think it's just a better total package, and I enjoyed them both so tremendously. Uh, Obviously, this is getting ready to close on January 14th at the Nederlander Theater. It is directed by Jack O'Brien and features a book by Robert Horn and music by Brainy Clark and Shane McAnally. This show is just, again, like Once Upon a One More Time. It is fun. It is silly. The cast is tremendous. It's just a good show. And it's a show that I think anybody can go in and sing, although maybe some of the jokes aren't for uh, younger audiences, I guess. But like, it's just it's just a fun time at the theater. And I think we don't get that as often anymore with original shows, although this does have its root in a very old IP um, with Hee Haw, although the remnants of that are, are very slim in this version of the show. But it's just a good time. It's a good story. It's an interesting story. It's a story that's fairly familiar. Like we've seen shows like this in the past. You know, it's not dissimilar from something like 110 in the Shade or or The Music Man or anything like that. There's elements of those in here, but it's just a a very fun show, a very sweet show. The performances are incredible. I will say, and I mentioned this on a uh, Travelogue episode, I love Isabel McCullough. And she was great as Maisie. Caroline Interbickler, I think, was tragically robbed of a Tony nomination. She deserved it. I thought she was incredible. She was because she was so involved in the creation of that that role, at least in this version of the show. She was spectacular as Maisie. And I think Izzy was was great, but not necessarily at that level. I will say I saw Alex Newell as Lulu the first time. And then I saw Nyla Sostry, I think is how you pronounce her name, the second time I went. And Nyla was tremendous um obviously a very different not only performance but also like situation with alex playing that role but both were tremendous i i just i enjoy shocked i'm excited that it's going to launch a national tour from nashville coming up uh in the next season but uh i just i like shocked i i enjoyed shocked i liked it a lot it was fun and maybe the fact that that and once upon one more time are, are my two favorite musicals says a little bit about the type of media and entertainment that i'm searching out right now and why i've watched over 80 hallmark movies this year but i like shocked not ashamed of that and once upon one more time are my two favorite musicals of the year grace listen matt represents america and we've got to respect that he is the white man he is the everyday um and i (laughs) i appreciate that deeply about your taste um i think that we all deserve to see joy on stage and um just exciting dance numbers sometimes sometimes it doesn't have to be the you know really intense sad sap of a not a day goes by but but you know certainly there's there's merit to all of it and i think that with all of the shows that we've been so graciously either invited to or have the opportunity um and the means to to see we try to see it all and i think it's just i can't wait for 2024 all right any honorable mentions that you want to throw out there oh god um I I love my family, but was off Broadway. I saw it at Soho Playhouse. Um, had a really great time. Friend Katie Oxman starred in that. Um, it was nominated for some, uh, you know, uh, off Broadway, uh, Broadway World Awards, things like that. Um, but it was really funny, and I enjoyed myself a lot. What about you, Matt? I'm gonna go two that I saw down here in Florida. One is Crazy for You at Oslo Rep, which is actually currently still running. I interviewed Sarah Esty about that one. Another one I saw that. 
I just bought a ticket and went to out at the from the Gulf Coast Symphony. It was like kind of a musical, kind of staged concert of Gypsy, and it starred Jody Benson and her actual real life daughter Delaney Benson as Madame Rose and then um, Louise. One, I love that show because it's one of the best written musicals of all time. Also, it was the last musical I ever was in in high school. But like something about that show just makes me emotional. Maybe it's the the dynamic between mother and daughter, especially seeing a real life mother and daughter. But I was really moved by it. And Jody Benton is somebody who obviously the original voice of Ariel in The Little Mermaid. But interestingly enough, was no- nominated for a Tony for the role that Sarah Esty is playing in crazy for you right now, but really has kind of gone on to just do mostly voice work and, and not as much live theater. Although I am seeing her in hello Dolly here in Orlando. She lives in Florida, obviously now I'm seeing her in hello Dolly this coming summer. So it was just, it was very moving. I like just as I am want to do um, cried through a lot of it because it was just a very cool experience to see this show sung this well with that with an orchestra a symphony behind it and uh i really enjoyed it so if you have opportunities to see things like that outside of new york city i I recommend you like i think we don't talk enough about it here on today on broadway grace because the show is today on broadway and broadway radio but like there's great theater and great things that happen even if there's not disney legends uh doing it go out and see things like it. There's great theater all over the place. And that is going to be a focus of mine in 2024, but also especially in 2025, if things go the way I want them to. So we can talk about that later, but um, yeah, just, just go see theater anywhere you can. All right. That is all we have for this episode. Grace, we're going to send everybody out on their way. Thank you so much for listening. Happy holidays. And uh, we'll be back with another episode either tomorrow on the, or on the next business day, depending on when this one is coming out. Bells on bobtail ring, making spirits bright. Oh, what fun it is to sing a slaying song tonight. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. A day or two ago, I thought I'd take a ride. And soon Miss Fanny Bright was seated by my side. The horse was lean and lank. Misfortune seemed his lot. He got into a drifting bank, and then we got upset. Upset? Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh.